0: BANG BANG! Welcome to The Potty is brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. You sign up to Bet With Joel, he sends you what to bet on, where to bet on it, how much of your bankroll to bet on it, and why he's taking the bet, why he thinks that he's got the edge on the bookies. Why should you trust Why should you trust Joel? Joel was beaten the bookies for a better part of a decade, and he has been banned from betting with all bookmakers because he was making that much of a killing. So, you know, I don't know what other reasons you need to sign up with Bet with Joel. Sign up at betwithjoel.com/ref. That's R-E-F slash Welcome to the Potty, P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code Potty Exclusive fifty. That's Potty Exclusive five zero for fifty percent off your first week subscription. There are no lock-in subscriptions. I don't know why you'd ever leave, but you can if you want. If you, if you want to leave money on the table, go ahead. Welcome, welcome to the potty, proudly brought to you by Bet with Joel. Betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code POTTY exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week subscription. Do you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy a Welcome to the Potty unsoft t shirt. unsoft and that's that's the opposite of what this is it's the softest of all the t-shirts but it says unsourced on the front of it because it's all unsourced here at the welcome to the Potty podcast welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt softer than you know silk you hey remember silky johnston bro softer than that welcome to the potty.com slash store for yours 5% 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman because I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasts and Magnum PI mm. podcasts and the captain. Um, the uh, Kawhi Leonard of podcasts. Yeah. Okay. And we are in here today with Evan. Now I'm gonna, I know I have to probably do a bit more research, but you're from Montreal. Yes. So I'm going to say
1: De Moray. <sighs> so close, yeah. Cause usually when you say my last name, you know, DeMar, right? Like you don't have like fear in it? Like you don't have confusion that you're doing it wrong? DeMar, DeMar, yeah. DeMar, Cause it looks like Desmarai maybe, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, test is baby. That's French, which is yeah. secretive. Now, I, I kind of want some nicknames though. Oh,
0: well you can, um, well we've got
1: to talk about, you've just recently gone blue. Oh yeah. Okay, we could do that. Yes. AKA Evan Demaret, the Blue Smurf. Yes. The Papa Papa Balder. We got the Llama King in the house. The the Casio is it old? Is it new? It's new. (laughs) So,
0: um, what is what is Montreal French as well? Is that a (laughs) story? Well, uh, Montreal, Dame Yeah. I know, I know that there's like Latin Spanish versus like Spain Spanish, right? Is Montreal French like different to normal French?
1: So, the way I explain it to people is that like the difference between like France French and Quebec French is kind of the difference between like uh, English from England and English from like North America. Yeah, right. They're just different...
0: Probably slang terms and stuff like D- different slang terms and different pronunciation. Rednecks versus bogan's and all of that. Kind of, but I don't even think it's that bad. Just pronunciation. Because like, can't Canadians bogan's? Can't. Yeah. That kind of thing. Well, like lieutenant, lieutenant. Yes. Yeah. And do you do you, do you
1: speak French? Why je not Wow, I know enough French to convince English people that I'm fluent in French and not enough to talk politics with my grandmother. Right, yeah. right. And <coughs> is
0: it, do you still have to do the There's that, um, like like, you know in French that's part of their Yeah, like, um, what is like it? Like, Scousers? I don't know, man. Fuck. You're Everything's on source f- as well, by the way. Everything's on source of the Welcome to the Potty podcast. So, I don't, not, there's not really much research that goes into anything mm. that comes out of my mouth. That's so. yeah, it's all good, man.
1: No, uh, yeah, yeah, I think with French, it's very like... Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Right? Uh, Quebec is... I don't know. It's a bit more kind of like the people's French, I guess. And how much... How many people speak it? Like, is it... If you go in there as a tourist... So, Montreal... Okay. So the way Canada is broken down is you've got different provinces and territories. Mm. So Quebec is the only true French-speaking province. Okay. Uh, when Canada was founded, it was basically Upper and Lower Canada, right? It was the French people and the English people who came in, and then the English settled in Upper Canada, which is Ontario, and the French settled in Lower Canada, which is Quebec. Yeah. So that kind of spread out, and then the English took over, and the French kind of stayed in Quebec. Okay, so Quebec is like all French. Montreal is the biggest city. So yeah. it's bilingual. Okay So you can go and you can speak English and you can live there and speak English, mm. but The signs are all in French. It's like a very French city. Like, uh, it's just it's beautiful. I love is Montreal. It,
0: is it a party city too? Yeah. Yeah, I almost went there for spring break. Yeah But um, I don't know, something to do with passports or something. For I think here? I, no, no, no. I, I went to college in the US. Oh, okay cool. Yeah. So we were gonna drive up and I wasn't, I wasn't really sure. I just panicked, I guess, last minute because it was a different country. Cause we were just like bouncing ideas around like Atlantic city, like whatever, Florida. And then we were like, oh, Montreal. And we were like, yeah, yeah let's do it. We kind of like freaked out
1: last minute and didn't do it. You should have done it, man. Yeah. The French girls. Ooh. Like, good. Yeah. Like real good. Yeah. And, like, the drinking ages switch between, like, 18 and 19 as you go from province to province. Oh, okay. Whereas it's 21, 21. yeah, 21. Yeah. 21 in America. So it's 18. So, all American kids before 9 11, when, like, passports were, like, really tough. Oh, right. Would just go to Montreal. So, was that got control Montreal. less tight back then?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And how old are you? I'm 32. 32. With blue hair and I'm balding. And what do you think about balding? Is that exciting? Or is that like, uh, man, I do would... you think that's discrimination? Like what Larry David says? Or? <laughs> yeah, I want,
1: I definitely want to get the, 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 plugs or something. Oh really? You don't want to just embrace it and just shave it down? <sighs> I've been about that life. I've been about the, uh, the like. Balding is beautiful. Hmm. But, oh, it's still balding.
0: Well, you talk you talk about like Bill Burr, right? He always, do you, do you listen to him much? Yeah, yeah, He makes the jokes about like um, the old hair plugs and how they used to look like ant, ant legs or whatever. Hmm. But that was like, you know, that was like 20 years ago. I mean, I don't know what they're looking like now. I know Theo Vaughn had one, but I don't know how much he really needed it.
1: Yeah, a transplant. I don't know, man. I know a bunch of people who were on like Finastron. Yeah which is just, just to keep your hair strong and more yeah. a little more um, and I know two comics who just got it done like within the past six months yeah and like those are two comics for like at the festival and Perth West All Right. Yeah. so it's like people are doing it because it's it's not that I'm not proud of my head mm. it's just that in this industry it's about image I think you've got a good head too just quietly oh thanks man
0: yeah. I think you've also
1: got a nice head. <laughs> yeah, well, I I keep,
0: I've been doing the braids now for about 12 months. Yeah. And um, what, what happens is you, you often see guys start to, their hairline starts to go back. Mm. Mine's still pretty much where it was, I think, but I do get nervous about it. But I also think, I also think I've got a good head and
1: I could embrace the, the baldness if,
0: if it came down to
1: it. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't, I've, I could go bald. But when you're a bald dude, you have to be like either fat or like built. And like, dude, you're a jack. You could pull off that bald head. Um, no, I'm not Put putting it on a Come on, man, you got that rock look. Not no. Dwayne the Rock, <laughs> aka The Rock Johnson. Yeah, well, I get. <laughs> I get AKA roof. <laughs> yes. I fucking like that.
0: Okay, alright. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, I got, I've been uh, introduced a few times on stage. Uh, as Jason Momoa There you go. I had never heard that before and my girlfriend said it to me once and I, I like, laughed at her, called her crazy or whatever and yeah. then Probably the next week like three MCs introduced me as Jason Momoa mm. So that was yeah, that was weird.
1: Let me guess. Was that when Aquaman came out? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense Yeah <laughs> <laughs> When on every poster everywhere yeah. <laughs> um, why, why did you go blue? Why did you make that decision? So, I was staying with uh, this Lady Lachelle in Perth, who's uh, a lady who I adore. She's a lovely human being, and she's been like a hairstylist for like 15 years. And I jokingly said that I've always wanted to go blue. Yeah. Ever since uh, my cousin's buddy, uh, Colin, went blue at a punk show, when I was like, 15. Okay. He had like spiky hair and it was like dyed blue and it was faded. I'm like, that looks so sick. I want that. Never did it. Yeah. Right? I also wanted dreadlocks. Never did it. Um but then I told this to Lachelle and she's like, alright, Thursday, you're going blue. You could be the first man
0: um with hair plugs to do dreadlocks, maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. Think it'd
1: be too damaging? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think I could pull off dreadlocks, but I don't know, man. My, my days of
0: being in a Scott band are over. Yeah, but it, you could be the. You could. You have blue dreadlock. You could be the blue dreadlocked comic. Don't do that to me, man. Don't, do it. Don't even put that in the universe. Hey, I'm gonna. i am going to be the tall guy, and I don't. I, I can't even change that. Yeah, but,
1: like, tall is cool, man. You look over the crowd, you don't even need a stage to oh, stand on. I mean, alive. you don't even see through the lights, anyway, but. <laughs> the. There's, there's an Adelaide comic
0: and he can- Wake up with he, No, he can remain nameless, right? But every, I, I go
1: out every he night- Mike Klimzak.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> Let's not <like> do it.
1: <laughs>
0: um, um, every night I go out, and every night, he's doing a tall joke to me. Uh, and I'm this close to snapping. This close. Yeah. Cause they're not, he's, they're not funny. They're not funny jokes. He's just going up to you being like,
1: oh shit, you're tall.
0: Yeah, that kind of shit. It's not witty. It's not clever. Yeah. And, um, I could describe him but then we'd all know who he is but
1: I could, I could pick him apart. I could roast him if I, I just, but that's, that's what you do, man. Because I don't think he's like (laughs) trying to bully you. Just be like, oh hey, you're short.
0: Yeah, but I feel like, I feel like he, like, he's saying like, you're tall but if I like, roast him, it it might be, mean from me and then I'm not from him, do you know what I mean? Might be an over-response.
1: Well, I've had a lot of big friends and what I've heard the most is like, you have to be careful because, because of your size, if you say the smallest thing, Mm. people take it as intimidating. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you are that giant figure in the room. Mm. So you have to be like, that's why most big guys are the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. Yeah, and then like, I go out
0: less now because people often like drunk dudes want to fight. They want to like out for you. So like you'll just be there with a friend or whatever and someone will come and like intentionally pour a drink on you Mm -hmm. or like bump you and it's like, you know, when I was younger, I would for sure react. But now like I try not to, but I also like stop myself from going out sometimes. Oh, that sucks man. Especially if like, you know, if, if you have like a lower week, like I know myself well enough to be like, if someone starts shit with me, I might fucking respond tonight. So I just won't go out. Yeah. But like you know, other times if I'm feeling really good, I'll just be like, you know, oh that guy just started on me, but fuck that guy, whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like that's a very common thing, especially short dudes, like real short dudes. Because mm-hmm. I'll that's yeah, I've really never true. had like another big guy be like, well me and that big guy need to fight. You know, it's always like a, a little guy. Very, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's the big guy who goes to the gym too much, got yeah, testosterone, be like, hey, Fuck that guy! He thinks he's better than me. Yeah, I, I just don't like going out in general mm. because of that like je- like that attitude of yeah. Oh, I'm going out to, to fucking get drunk. Like, and that's yeah. It's more like when you get older, it's
0: like bars, whereas like clubs, like I don't, I don't I'm not doing
1: clubs. So I've it. always been that bar life,
0: Yeah. Man and it's I'm not, bit, I'm not pretty enough to get. The bar culture in the US is actually oh, oh and Canada. Well, I've never been to Canada, but but thanks for including tourists. us. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's way better over there. It's it's, okay. it's getting there here um, because we just had pubs mostly. What is it living different in the area. UK? Yeah, right. In the UKs pub life, man. Everywhere pubs. Where in the UK? Manchester. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. I, I've got a guy from high school actually um, that I know that's living out there working for United. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. Um, so, so that's another annoying thing
1: to to do. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, I know someone that you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the UK though is also one of those tough places where people try and like stand to you. Oh really? Well, wow, there's some tough dudes over there, right? Yeah, but they sound like bloody. <laughs> oh, get over here! Yeah, <laughs> fuck off, bud. Uh, <laughs> like, what are you looking at, bruv? Yeah. Actually, that can get kind of intimidating. That's when they're the bit like and dudes, like, yeah, yeah. When you hear that, like in London, like I don't know, I'm in the north where it's like, yeah, fucking what's happened? Yeah, okay. <laughs> is, that, is Manchester a bit fancy? That that's Liverpool. Oh, no, okay. Manchester's not fancy. No. Manchester is a working class town. Oh, okay. Yeah, with like it's all just brick, and yeah, like I don't know. The, the one of the first weeks, like I saw somebody, he he just pulled a knife and he was like talking to himself and he would bump into people. Just on purpose. Mm. So if they're like, yo man, like don't bump into me. Then they would be like, yeah, what do you want to do about it? And they would be like, nothing? It's <laughs> just want beef. That's, uh, drugs mm-hmm. or mental health? I think that's mostly mental health, mm-hmm. but to, exp- that, to explain what Manchester's like, that guy was doing that. I go into the bar that like I'm doing the show at and I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, know, there's, there's this guy and I explain the situation and there's four just mank dudes who are like, just go fucking stop him oh okay like that was their mentality yeah like, all charged outside and they just stood around this guy and they were ready to just kick his fucking ass <laughs> and I'm like god like if we were in Toronto we'd be like police officers yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say that to be like oh that's that's just Steve you know <laughs> no no it's the fact that like they just answer violence with violence yeah right that's healthy
0: is it no that was sarcasm Oh okay. <laughs> um what what kind of school did you go to? Did you go to like a public, private, religious, what kind of situation was that?
1: Oh, just public school, man. Public, public school, school. I went yeah. To college. Yeah. Went to Roberta Bondar Public School when I was younger. Yeah, um, which just opened up. It's my favorite thing about like any school I've ever been to. Roberta Bondar, first female Canadian astronaut in space. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. So, when I moved to Ottawa from Montreal when my parents divorced, Mm -hmm. uh, that school had just opened. So we were the first, like, batch of kids. We put a bunch of, like, uh, drawings in a time capsule within the school. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think we're opening it in, like, three or four years. Like, I'm so excited. We haven't done it yet. And then Roberta Bondar herself came to the school and shook every kid's hand. Oh, that's dark. Like, I got to touch an astronaut. Yeah. Like, it was so sick. Yeah. Like talk about inspirational.
0: Yeah, I've never shaken an astronaut's hand.
1: No, but like, what what school did
0: you go to? I went to uh, Glenelg Primary School here in Adelaide. Wait, what's Glenelg? Glenelg. That's, That's the a beach. Oh, have definitely. you ever been to Have you ever been Adelaide before? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I feel you've done the fringe.
1: Oh yeah, multiple times. Yeah, I haven't been here since twenty seventeen. And you don't know what Glenelg is? It's the beach. Right? Yeah. But what is it? It's a suburb. Oh, what what is A Glenelg? Yeah.
0: Probably. Is it named after a person? I would say. I'd say
1: probably maybe like a sexual act, maybe. You named a whole area after a sexual act? Possibly. All right, pump out these improv skills. What's the sexual act?
0: Cause oh, I know you're yeah. lying, Well, what would it be? Well, probably something where where someone, someone's touching their to- their own toes. Okay, so yoga inspired. Yeah, but, and they're getting, they're getting, you know, pumped from the back, but the, per- the person on the back is actually upside down holding the front of that person's legs, maybe. Something like that. Man, this seems complicated. Yeah, well it's kind of Sutra-esque, I'd say. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah like something from a book or something like that.
1: That's where I grew up. I thought you were just gonna be like, oh yeah, man, it was like a real cool dude, like Glen Elk. Oh man, they just put it together, but he was he did a lot That'd for That would be boring.
0: That would be <laughs> <laughs> No, but that's where I went to school, and there was no um, astronauts around there. No, I'm fair. Yeah, but we did a time capsule. Yeah, but I didn't know, I didn't know that you were supposed to, you was like an individual or your peers were supposed to open it. I thought it was like for if, you know, in a thousand years, someone digs in that spot, they see what, like these kids, that's what I thought, so I'm not really sure.
1: Oh, so time capsules can be different, right? For this time capsule, it was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, what'd you put in there? I think I put, I wanted to be a karate instructor because mm. that's what my dad did. But you're doing like, uh, like verbal karate, really. Yeah, man. Throwing down those verbal high kicks. Yeah. Your dad did karate instruction? 30 years, yeah. Wow. And now he sells like swimming pool liners and vacuums and stuff.
0: I don't even have a pool, but I'd buy it from him if he's gonna. Me, you I have room for like a giant pool. <laughs> <wall. laughs> yeah, put it in, baby. Yeah, but we're renting. Jeff Goldblum agrees. Yeah, same Jeff of Goldblum that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you like? Are you a movie guy? Yeah. Cause I recently saw that movie. Um, it was, ah, uh, shit. Matthew, the gentleman. Did you see that one? No, that's
1: out. Oh, that's been out. D- really? Yeah. That's the new, um... Karichi. Yeah, is yeah. it good? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Because he messed up. His last one was shit, wasn't it? Aladdin or something was his last one, I think. With Will Smith. Did Karichi do Aladdin? Unsourced. It's all unsourced. Oh, I like Aladdin. I like that one. That's funny when you see it. Dude, watch it. It's yeah. like surprisingly good. Yeah,
0: right. Uh. Yeah, but that's um, what I was thinking of when you started talking about those four guys in the bar that went out to to Steve out there with the
1: You mic. thought of the Kingsman? No, the, oh, the, sorry, the gentleman, the gentleman. Yeah, uh, did you hear today? Um, Billie Eilish dropped her James Bond song. Oh, really? It's good. Oh, I'll have to, oh, I can't play music
0: on here because it gets some demonetized. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. I also need a new intro because that is that demonetizes. So I've got to cut the intro out whenever I do it. Do YouTube. Oh, just make your own intro. I'm not that I'm not like musically inclined really. Dude, let's do it together. Are you musically? Sure. Do you do um, drum pads? The sure. Drum machine? Do you have a drum machine? No. Okay. You can probably get an app though. Let's just beatbox. Yeah. Look <laughs> at it. Yeah, I don't even know. I wouldn't know where to start. With a t- kick drum. Kick. <laughs> and then I'll do like some trumpet.
1: I, can you do a trumpet? <laughs> okay, yeah, let's not do this. <laughs> let's <laughs> scrap that idea completely. Um, so how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, about s- six months. Cool, man. So yeah, just, just hitting it, just grinding? Yeah, just open mics, open mics, open mics. Yeah, man. Uh, what I'll tell you straight up, uh, don't be upset about the guys making fun of your height. If that's getting to you. No, it's, no, it's not, I'm not like upset. It
0: is just, it's just annoying when yeah. you're 29 and your whole life is that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like if you were bald as a baby, and you never grew hair and everyone like just called you baldy for 32 years. Yeah, and then on the 32nd year, someone's saying baldy to you, you'd be like.
1: It, it does get a lot. Yeah. If he was clever with it, I wouldn't mind it. Have you ever thought about having a conversation with him about it? Um, I've just said like, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it, I get it. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. So, uh, That's not really a conversation. I feel bad now, I just wanna
1: help you out with your anxiety. Oh dude, anxiety is anxiety, it's it's just there. I know, but like, you're a big guy, you're nice, you got a nice smile, you gotta not feel bad about it. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't don't think about it all night. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm just like, whatever guy, and then go talk to someone else. Alright, describe what he looks like and we'll come up with some birds. Nah, no, no, because uh, very unique and very much that would be identifying who it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, I don't need to talk shit about him. Is that. he is he in the festival? Is uh, he doing a show? I think he might be. Mm-hmm. He might be, yeah.
1: How long's he been doing comedy? Uh it doesn't matter. Oh come <laughs> on. <out. laughs> um So he hangs out right in a room? He hangs out everywhere, wherever hmm Yeah. Okay. Oh. And you're a full time comedian? Uh, yeah, I do other things within the industry as well, but yeah, yeah, like, like what I Host bingo Like at a pub no, it's this really cool uh, Bingo hall in London. Yeah, it's like hipster bingo. So young people. Oh my god. Yeah. All yeah, yeah. Oh, right. That's cool Yeah, it's there's like things like musical bingo that we do where they play music So instead of dabbing off numbers mm. uh, every time your song plays you mark it off Okay, and like the first time I went to even just watch it like some check out her titties out and stuff like it's not regular bingo Like it's insane. Well, we're going we're going to the UK
0: in in April So we might need to get down to Manchester and check out some bingo titties. Well,
1: that's in London, but yeah
0: <laughs> Well, oh the bingo thing is in London. Yeah, we're going over there in uh, In April. Yeah, 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 of course
1: yeah. You just said I gotta to get to Manchester to season. Oh it's in London. Yeah in London.
0: Oh but well then we don't even get on, get on a train really. Yeah. Fantastic. Well I'll hear you up for sure. Yeah, dude.
1: Do it up. Um what well, else? Um Well like there's that uh I'll do like I do know, back in Canada I was doing like auditioning for commercials and shit like that. Yeah. Did uh, you get any? I got Okay, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? (gasps) Is it like Joey from Friends doing the Herpes commercial? No, not that bad, but I have a horrendous commercial that's out on YouTube. Like I I booked a, a Toyota commercial, but then I got one that I did in Australia that I'm not going to mention what it is because it's still out on YouTube and it's cringy. (laughs) I need to know. No. uh, Is that bad? Dude, it just clicked in my head that I did it. And and did you have have to impress it? Oh, I got, dude, it's fully me like going around the office talking to people (gasps) and like I have the worst comb over in it just because like I was holding on to my ball, like yeah. I was trying to cover it up, so it looked so bad. And like there's one point when I'm in a chair and I spin around in the chair, like it's so gross. Oh, I need to find it. Nah, 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 nah. Can't You can't find it. it through my name. Like. Oh well, I'll just look at every no. commercial ever. No. <laughs> not giving it up, not giving it up. Alright. Alright, well maybe maybe someone else can find it. You know what that is? It's when, f- uh, when I leave my heart to somebody, I'll open it up to, I'm like, well, this is my weakest point. <laughs> weakest point you reckon? Oh, Yeah, I don't know.
0: It's pretty rough. Um, and how was, how was Fringe World?
1: Fringe World was fun. Um, all the spots were terrific, super great. Uh, this year, I decided to not be in a festival-managed venue and go to hang out with uh, my boys in their venue. Oh, cool. And I was way too early for what I do. I just found it really difficult to do a 6 p.m. show. Oh, okay. And like sell tickets. Yeah. Like I've almost sold more tickets now in Adelaide than I had the whole run in Perth. And how long's uh, our friend a Perth? Uh, I only did like 10 days. Okay. So, like, that helps, but. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. It was fun doing spots. It was fun seeing everybody. It was fun being back in Perth. Yeah. It's a really cool city. And. You've, you've done Adelaide
0: Fringe before. So how does that compare? Cause this is like the biggest one in the Southern hemisphere or something like Yeah. that. Is that,
1: does that equal better or? So I love the Adelaide Fringe. Adelaide Fringe was the first fringe I've ever done in my life. Mm. I came and did it whoa, seven years ago. And it was, I dyed that fringe. I like, I did a venue, the, not the Aster. No, not the Austral, the Aster. yeah What's the Aster? furthest one? Probably the furthest one from From Rundle. Yeah, Aster. So I did the Aster, which was like the furthest away. Yeah. And I remember flyering for like, I handed out almost a thousand flyers in a day. I fly for like eight hours straight. And I got two people from it. Oh wow. And it just killed me. The first show I did was to a reviewer, uh, her friend and a mom and daughter that I brought up from the downstairs that I gave free tickets to. And like, it was just rough. I didn't have a show. I just took every joke that I'd ever done in my, like, at that point, five years of doing comedy. Mm. And then just put it all together on a sheet and just did them to them.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. That was, and that would have been a learning experience?
1: It was. Yeah. That's what I came here to do. It was to learn. Okay. And then ever since I started getting better venues, I started, I got into gluttony. And then I had a blast. I was selling shows. I was doing great spots. And I really loved Adelaide.
0: What do you do for marketing your shows when it's just like so saturated at one time? How, does, how do you navigate that? Um,
1: I just try to be charming, flowering, like doing it myself. Okay, mostly flowering. Yes. Yeah, yeah. spots help. Uh, posters do help, but not as much as you think. It's just like the visual recognition of it. Mm-hmm. So like if you were everywhere, then obviously people see it and they'll come. Uh, but it costs so much money. Um, yeah, right. Instagram ads. Hopefully that'll work. The, the cool thing I did, I've come up with like two sick marketing ideas, mm-hmm. so I can't do it in gluttony, but when whenever I'm in like a, a smaller venue that you could kind of, they have their own box office, what I would do is when I'm flyering, I'll take a selfie with the people and be like, if you show this selfie at the door, you get in half off. That's smart. So then they come to the show they like the show and they already have a picture with me on their phone Yeah, and so then afterwards they can tweet the picture going. Like, oh, go see this guy's show. It was great
0: That's fucking smart.
1: I so like that. <laughs> that's what I came up with the first year I did in melbourne so The first year I did in melbourne Was the hardest i've ever grinded in my life So I would flyer for my buddy james masters who had a show at seven So I would spend an hour flying for him and while I fired for him, if they couldn't make his 7 p.m. show, I'd be like, come see my 10 p.m. show. Yeah. And then I would go, I would open for him on a show. So anybody who saw James's show would be like, oh, he was pretty funny. So I would also exit flyer his show. Yeah. But then from 8 till 9, I would flyer for my buddy Jacques Barrett. So I would flyer for him and then I would open for Jacques. Do the same. And, and, and if people couldn't make his 8 p.m. show, I'd be like, come see my 10 p.m. show. And then I would exit flyer his show at nine. And then I would have my 10 p.m. show and I'd have all those people who would saw me do a spot yeah. and all those people, three hours of flying, just come and I would pack out my shows.
0: That's fantastic. Yeah. That's that's that old school grind, you know? That's Which peak, the hardest I've ever worked at a festival. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> I, I never had to do anything like that, really, but it social media pisses me off how people can just get famous from getting lucky, really, like something just Goes viral and then it's it's getting lucky, but it's also putting work in. It is, but I mean, you're talking about some like some people. They're just not really offering much, but they they do. They just
1: do something that gets memed or it's a clip, and they look, man. We can all just sit here and get upset with Instagram fotties, right? The girl's getting all naked. Get all oh, yeah, to be like
0: no, <laughs> yeah, but they they also. What you see what you see is not what you get I, I'm
1: now posting like s- clips of my crowd work on TikTok. Mmm and I, You post one clip and it gets more views than anybody will see you at a month, out of yeah. a month Because that's the internet That's you it's working so much smarter. Yeah when you can get that love and appreciation <laughs> and that like that connection around the world. So if you put your focus, like if I put all the hours I put into firing, into just putting up videos and like spreading them around the internet, engaging with people, like engaging with every single person who likes a video, every single person who comments on a video, Mm. if you spend the time doing that, that's way more beneficial for you. Yeah. It'll grow you exponentially. Because the internet is just, it's everywhere. Yeah, and that's it's what people... It's the matrix.
0: People want that yeah. um, That engagement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think you get that from fly, like from your idea now. Of, yeah, but you're engaging with like two people compared to hundreds yeah. of millions. Yeah. But like getting a picture with you before the show yeah. as well, and not having to line up at a meet and greet and meet and greets can be very systematic as well. So well, they've had an interaction with you. They've had a picture with you that they... Now can you know share and I I think that that's like
1: I think that's worth more and then at the end of every show To be out there and talking. Yeah saying. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. people love that.
0: Yeah, for sure And how did how did your last night was your opening night? Uh, Yeah, pizza and ice cream.
1: Yeah, man, Uh, it was super light um, But I had reviewers in and it was great man. There were tight little crowd, but they laughed at everything. Yeah, and, like, I'm still working through this show because I, I still rewrote it again from Perth. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I like where it's, bec- like, it's becoming a show. It's becoming a thing where every word I say is just, like, there. And why pizza and ice cream? My two favorite things that I can't have because I'm lactose intolerant. You all
0: your lactose intolerant? Yeah, man, if I oh, eat man. all shit myself. Yeah, okay, so there's jokes about that.
1: Uh, a little bit. The joke is more, like, the setup of it is the fact that... One, which guy? Well, I became lactose intolerant like five years ago. Oh, right.
0: Because they say it's cyclical um, intolerance.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So the the thing that happened, like when you can't have the things you love anymore, Mm. it's like breaking up with somebody that you're in love with. Yes. But you can't be with them anymore. Like for whatever reason. Yeah. Let's say you move to another city or whatever. And then every time you're with that person, you feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. So it's kind of like. I like that yeah i like that and that's what the show is yeah it's about somebody who i love that can't i can't be with that it kills me every time i'm around them
0: yeah yeah i like that and did you go out afterwards
1: no actually uh i did a show afterwards uh i did andy Silverwood's show i just helped score a game show oh right yeah i reached out to him as well yeah Uh and then uh just went home yeah just Facetimed a cute lady. Ooh, have you got a girlfriend? Is she? Uh, no, it's not a girlfriend. It's just a girl who I yeah. like in Perth. Yeah. Oh, the um, Lachelle. Yeah. Yeah. That's who most of the shows. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh God. And and that's, uh, is that distance based? Is that why? Nah, you? yeah. It's never going to work. Right. Yeah. I found that out last night. God, why am I saying this on a podcast? Jesus Christ. Dude. Yeah, I'm comfortable to be around. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh, whiskey no food. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, save me. Yeah.
0: Same Jeff. Um, and now I, was, I looked through your Instagram. Oh God, which one? one? Uh, the, not the clips one, your comedy one. And I noticed that you've gone full crusher on stage before. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you do that regularly or? Buddy, I've been doing that before Kreischer. Before <laughs> Kreischer, Wow, Kreischer,
1: beat your slot. No, he You <laughs> totally did that like, that's an exclusive. <laughs> no, Kreischer, oh no. No, oh what, he just does his shirt off? <laughs> Buddy, come on, I go a la nude. Oh bullshit. Uh, I'll go underwear sometimes. Oh, I felt like it. I've gotten naked before yeah, for sure. Yeah, wow. With a few drinks in you, or you just no, nah, like whatever. Wow. I don't mind nudity. Like it depends on the show. You can't just get your dick out in every show. Yeah. And like usually I'll talk, whatever. Oh um, right, yeah, I saw a uh, toilet talk. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was my New Year's. I oh, try to okay. do that every New Year's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me just shitting out a toilet. Yeah. Welcome into mm-hmm. the New Year. Nice. Um, no, it was actually Adelaide the first year I came. Uh, Alexis Dubis and Emma Bianco run a show called the Naked Cabaret. Oh, okay. Where all the comics, it's, it's, not so, it's, like, it's a huge cabaret, so it's its uh, burlesque performers, it's circus performers, it's comedians, they all go on stage completely naked. Wow. The audience, completely naked. The audience? The tech, completely naked, the bar staff, naked, everybody naked. It's a nudist show. Oh, wow, I couldn't do it. It's amazing. It's so liberating. Wow. The first three minutes, you're like, oh my god, who's got pubes? And then after that, you're like, oh, this is just what we are. Yeah, right. It's so good. And do you think that's what, just what nudists feel like all the time? Yeah, man, because you don't care. Because? You're not judging people on their fashion. You're not judging people on their bodies. Because you just see that we're all the same. We're all made up of the same parts. Mm. We all got titties. We all got hair. It's beautiful. I'm not sure that I could do that. Yeah, man.
0: Maybe, maybe if I worked out a few times. Oh, come on. You know? Or maybe... Also, maybe if I was a better comedian, too, like, not six months in, maybe six years in, I could do that. Fair enough. Yeah. I
1: I don't want to be naked and also bombing. Dude, I had to go up after Mikel and Aureline, which are two, like, from France, like, circus performers. Mm. Two of the sexiest men I've ever seen in my life. All right. Fit, tight bodies. Mm. One guy, he goes up there, pulls a guitar out see-through guitar so you can still see his dick pressed up against the back of the guitar. Just like, you know, like a sad guy in a window. Yeah. Just, you get, ugh. So it's pressed up on there. Then the other guy comes on stage. The stage is tiny. He starts, like, bending his body. He's a contortionist. Naked. Bending his body, rolling around. Starts doing backflips on this stage. Dick flopping about in a backflip. People give him... Give them a standing ovation. People are just up there, they're clapping. ladies are clapping. Yeah, clapping naked. Dude, host goes back up. Ladies and gentlemen, your next person, Evan Demaree. Hey. <laughs> Do you know how sad? Like I had to follow a standing ovation, and then just I got heckled. You know how hard it is to get heckled when your dicks out? You got yes. heckled? Yes. Was it, was it a physical heckle? Was it about your body? I forget, I'm suppressing all the <laughs> suppressed it. There's so much stuff that I'm suppressing As you were bringing it <laughs> back up in. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know that I asked you any questions about any naked cabaret, so I think you brought that up yourself. Well, you asked I get What kind of um, equipment was he working with, the backflip guy? Oh, pretty decent, man. Yeah, so dang, that's
1: probably dangerous, maybe. To he could have hit himself. himself in the face. Yeah. yeah. On that backflip. Yeah. Um, But also, Burke Kresher is amazing. He's an unbelievable storyteller. He's so good at what he does and I love the fact that he goes shirtless.
0: Yeah. He, um, it's a, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool little niche and I feel like if he went on stage now and didn't do that, I I just don't even, I, I don't think it'd be a positive reaction. Like, I think it'd be a problem. For sure. I don't think his fans want to see him with a shirt on.
1: Yeah, and I think he's just done a really good job at marketing himself with that. Oh, he's the best marketer in the game. Yeah, he's so so good. Yeah, him Uh, and I think Joe Coy. Joe Coy. Yeah. Oh yeah, Joe Coy. He's good. Yeah. Um, it's like, I guess Ari Shafir is the worst at it. Well,
0: maybe maybe he's really good to a very specific
1: (laughs) market, but um, I, I I love I love Ari so much. He's the nicest dude in the world. Yeah. Um, and he's just He sticks to his guns He's always been that dude Yeah Like he I, doesn't waver it, when, when he was in LA I invited him
0: on the podcast Right, really? And he sent me a really rude email back but Oh like, did he? Like I thought it was funny Like because it's Ari Yeah
1: You
0: know So I, I laughed at the email And then I met him at the show I still went to the show Yeah I met him And um, Like we had a chat He was fine So Like I get I get that it's a bit But the Kobe thing I don't know That was just I don't know. It's, I get it, I get it. But like, like he died with his daughter, and like, yeah,
1: no, there's nothing. Okay, but he also it. didn't know that at the time when he made that joke. Yeah. He just saw it and he made the joke right away. It's like, oh, Kobe died in a helicopter crash. Yeah. That's like all the information he went on. Right. Um, obviously, weird thing to do. Mm. But I just know him as like a really nice human being. He, yeah. like, he looks out for people, he tries to help people out. Yeah. He's always been on that grind. Um, I but feel like he was—he started, like, the him and maybe
0: Rogan, like, started the movement of comics looking out for each other instead of, like, being so competitive. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was one of them, which is, like, that speaks a lot,
1: you know? So. Well, he, he also does that thing where he's not tuned in to that whole social media thing. Hmm. Like, he's so brilliant in the fact that, like. He's still got a flip phone, apparently, I think. Yeah, I think recently he's got a better phone. Okay. But. Yeah. Like he just flip phone. If he needs to tweet, he'll like do it from his computer. Yeah. And he just like lives his life. He's like in the moment. Yeah. Which is a brilliant way. Like nobody does that. Anymore. No one. Old like, people. Yeah. That's it. But he loves dark jokes. Yeah. And he does it for every celebrity. Yeah. Dude, he was the amazing racist. Like if you don't look at those videos oh, yeah, seen that. Yeah. and go like, Oh yeah, that's Ari. Like you expect that kind of shit. Like oh, yeah. if you don't, if it comes out of nowhere, you're like, yeah, but. He drugged Bert, like, yeah. duh, he's gonna do this. But, he, I mean, the timing of it, and I
0: mean, I know he does it at the same time, but when, like, Kobe's like an icon, right? It wasn't like somebody that's got their little, like, everyone knew Kobe, and so but then everyone then again, is still so emotional at the time, again, it just didn't, he wasn't gonna get it. like,
1: there was no other response he was gonna get. I don't think it's that it was Kobe, I think it was the fact that he died with his daughter, and it was like that beautiful thing, because then, yeah. Okay, then he's just allowed to make fun of other celebrities' deaths. What are you putting Kobe above other people? I'm, what r- what I'm not putting him above.
0: I'm just saying that it like I don't I don't I don't think I knew who Ari was when um oh when that Kobe thing happened. No, when the Mike like when Michael Jackson died or whatever. Like, because Michael Jackson was at the same level, like worldwide iconic. Whereas if like another celebrity, like like a like a Kreischer, he's big. But he's not worldwide like the whole world's going to come at you. Like if Jordan died or if like Obama died. Yeah. Like it's just a, it's another level. Yeah. Um, like Taylor Swift wouldn't probably be a good one to go for. Because her fans are just so nutty. And yeah. no, even then, it's her fans that are nutty. But it's not, she's not that worldwide thing. And I think Kobe was. Yeah. Which I think just... There was just not really gonna be another response to it, I don't think. I don't know enough. I don't know, I don't hate him. But I just, yeah, I, I identify with Kobe. So I um, I was like, oh shit. I mean, I still, I'm not gonna stop listening to his comedy. Of course, yeah. Yeah, he's a great comic. It'll, it'll be interesting to see how it all flushes out. Because he, he, he did, did, something got canceled or something. Is that right? Because he was getting like threats. And he, he, had a, he had like a club show or something that night. I, mm. think, I think they had to cancel that because a lot of people were saying they're going to do stuff or something. Possibly. Yeah, I'm not sure.
1: Um, what did your parents do? So dad was karate instructor. And mom? Mom worked for the airlines for almost like 27 years. Wow. Yeah. And now she works for the government. And do you get miles for working with airlines? Yeah, you get uh, like passes. It's not miles. It's like you get the fly standby kind of thing. Yeah, right. So I don't really get that anymore because I'm not a dependent, Mm. but my mom is like grandfathered in So she can fly cheap anywhere in the world. Yeah, I mean 27 years is a long time for to not get that. And did you ever do karate? Are you good at karate? Uh, I did when I was a child, but then okay, so my mom and dad divorced when I was eight. And you still speak to both of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 and then my mom remarried my stepfather who's a brilliant human being Mm -hmm. Uh, and they both do kundalini yoga. They're both yoga instructors. Uh, they met doing Reiki, which is spiritual healing. Yes. So like that's where all my like love and like positivity for the world comes in. You, you are into that as well? Uh, I wasn't always, but then we climbed Machu Picchu together. Yes. I want to do that. Yeah. We went to Peru and like, I kind of got into it. We did like a, like a five day yoga retreat. Yeah. Where we did like, to ceremonies with shamans and, like, doing kundalini yoga and Buddhist, I guess, practices, uh, workshops, I guess. And it was just, I, I dug it. Yeah. And then after that, I just started doing yoga back in Manchester. And I've been doing a ton of that. I love it, man. Yeah. I love doing yoga compared to the gym. Me too. I, I, I prefer I yoga. Can't stand the gym. What, staring at myself in the mirror while lifting weights? Yeah. It's so egotistical and, like too much like braggadocious. Yeah, right. Where yoga, you're just stretching and you don't realize that. like the stretches you do and the holes and the positions destroy your body. Like it kills, mm. but it also opens it up and tightens everything. Like it's so good for you. Yeah, I do, I do enjoy
0: it. I've got to do beginner yoga though because um, I've got arthritis in both my knees. Okay. So a lot of the poses like I just, I just have to tap out. So I do like, I do like YouTube, like there's this woman named Adrienne, Yoga With Adrienne on YouTube, I do that a little bit, which is nice. Um,
1: Is that the, the lady with the dog? Yeah. Yeah, I've done one of those. Yeah, yeah,
0: she's cool. And do you, oh, my thing with yoga is sometimes, depending on the studio, some of, I feel like some of them can be a bit pretentious. Have you found that at all or no?
1: I've only got my one studio, Yoga Soul. Shouts out, Yoga Soul Manchester. What's up? Uh,
0: <laughs> Yoga Soul. Well, maybe, maybe I'll check out Manchester Yoga Soul. Maybe during the day before I go to Titty Bingo. Do it. Yeah.
1: No, there's not always going to be titties at this bingo. <laughs> that was just a one-off Titty Bingo that like blew my mind, and it's the best way I can describe to people. I'm like, yeah. this could happen. Yeah. And, like, I don't even do the calling. Like, they, they have dad bats who do the calling. I just basically host. Yeah. It's like I'm hosting a game show. So, and, like, yeah, they want to turn it into a TV show. So, it's all like that kind of stuff. So, it's, I just, I love that kind of thing. Yeah. And you get paid to do it. It's lovely. Yeah. Um, but with yoga, I went in there within, like, the first couple months they opened. So, they were just really trying to develop, like, customers and people to come back. So I feel like there's like a family that evolved oh, Okay, yeah, that. So I've got cool. like a lot of good friends and like, even like one of my yoga instructors, like I text all the time just cause like, I feel like we're buddies. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. And
0: do you have that same thing at the comedy clubs over there? Like if,
1: is there like a family vibe or? Manchester, not so much because I feel like it's a city that books a lot of like out of town headliners. Okay which, I'm friends with all of them. So like, I'll go in and like, I'll hang out with them because like, when I first moved to Manchester, I had no friends. Yeah. So all my friends were people who would be coming in on the weekend and be like, oh shit, you're in town? Sick. Yeah. I have someone to hang out with this weekend. Um, but I don't know, they, they don't really have a hangout culture. Okay. Like if you're not on the weekend, they don't really want you hanging out, mm. which is so unlike anything back in Canada. Okay. Well, like
0: Canadians are historically and stereotypically super kind and sweet.
1: Yeah, man, like, I don't know, in Toronto we would just like, we have the comedy bar, which is like the hangout place. Yeah. So whenever you finish your gig, you go to the comedy bar. It's like this beautiful, like, two-room venue that is just our, like, clubhouse. Yeah, that's cool. So there'd be like six shows a night there. And then, like, people would come if they're doing out-of-town gigs, they'd just come back after, have a beer and like yeah. we'd all just hang out at the bar like it was the best place yeah i like that we don't have we don't really have that here either yeah
0: yeah but I mean, it's, still such a small market yeah very small yeah. very small and probably too many rooms for the size of the market i think but you only have one club right just one, one club room. but um we've got several rooms throughout the week so at rhino room They do, like, the the big acts on Friday, Saturday. Yeah. They do open mic Monday, and they've got a basement room called Giggles on Wednesdays. Okay. Um, And then there's a pub called The Crown and Anchor, Mm -hmm. um, which is cranker Cranker comedy. Yeah, so that's Tuesday nights, um, but that's not open mic. That's, like, invite only. And then there is another new room called Pop-Up Comedy, which is at a bar called Brooklyn on Rundle Street. Cool, man. Um, So like the weeks, the weeks, like full. Well, how often can you get up in a night? Just once. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta, if you really want to get reps out, you gotta go out every night.
1: Dude, festival time is the best for it though. Yeah? Yeah, you can get as many reps as you can, right? Um, I mean, I haven't been doing it during Fringe before, so this is my first Fringe.
0: um, And I'm only opening for one show and I don't. Oh, who are you opening for? Zach Watson. Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feel like you. I can, respect that hustle man. Slipping into my DMs,
1: asking to open. Yeah.
0: I probably, probably hit 75% of the people in the guide. Yeah. I figured. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I just want to, I just want, want to Look network. at you man, six months in, slipping into people's DMs, podcast, setting it up. You bought a road mic, you got a camera. Oh, this is, I've been doing the
0: podcast for five years. Oh, okay. But comedy only six months. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so that all that all that gear accumulated over over that time
1: so you were doing the podcast and then from the podcast you just thought oh my god i'm so fucking funny i got i always respected stand
0: up from a young age okay i uh, i remember the first stand up i ever saw on tv and i just i was just dying watching it with my dad Um, but I always, like I played pro basketball, I played in college, I like, so I never had the time to Wait, you played pro ball? Yeah, no
1: You, the seven (laughs) foot nine man, played basketball? Yeah, so I just never had the time to like do it and then I, I drove retired (laughs) because my knees
0: like couldn't do it anymore And so I took like probably, probably a year, maybe 18 months Yeah and um, a friend of mine just said something, just like a throwaway comment. It was at New Year's actually, and he just said like, like you gotta do standout comedy. I was like, oh, I've always wanted to, man. And he was like, oh, you know, perfect timing, like New Year's resolution. And I was like, i right, you know, and I'm like, you know, the first time is probably the hardest. So I was like, I'll get, I'll get one out <laughs> before the end of this year, right? And that was 2019. And I did my, my first show August twenty six, and I've been just getting up as much as I could since then. I thought I was only going to do one, and I did. Yeah, just probably six. Hey, yeah. Are, are you funny? I think I'm so. <laughs> okay. <good. Yeah. laughs> I um I yeah I invite people along and i yeah. not not trying to hide and I've I've put a little bit on YouTube and stuff so Come on. um yeah I, I find um, that and you probably know all this but like. As a beginner, in a, I thought that in a shitty room with like three people in there, that would be more comfortable. Mm. But I've soon found out that that's like kind of the most vulnerable you can be is like when this, well, that's what I, how I feel. Cause people, psychologically, in a packed house, people people can crack up laughing and they know nobody's looking at them. Yeah. When there's three people, they don't want to, they don't
1: want to explode with laughter, right? I don't think. No, but when there's that tension of mm-hmm. like, there's only three people, you talk to them, man. Right? Yeah. And
0: like, yeah. And I haven't really had that confidence. I'll probably, I do a little bit of crowd work to open my set,
1: but I don't usually... Like if there's three people, you can't just tell them jokes. Yeah. You treat it like, oh, hey, these are my friends and we're hanging out. Yeah. Like there, there's different things, right? And you learn different tools to deal in different situations but they both have their ups and downs, right? A big room can also be terrifying because it's overwhelming, right? There's that pressure of 200, 300 people who all paid for you to make them laugh. Yeah. And like, you can't just not do good, right? But then when there's three people, a lot of that pressure kind of goes away. And it's like, oh, it's just us. You can learn their names, right? Yeah. And like, it's just that engagement yeah
0: and I guess um yeah my energy my energy might drop a bit when I when I see like oh fuck no one's here so I sort of no man
1: appreciate the people who are there yeah 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 that's true 100% yeah yeah cause like you focus on them and and, like man those people can tell people yeah and how cool is that like they saw me when I was did this
0: yeah yeah but no I think I'm I think I'm I wouldn't I don't think I'd be as dedicated to it as I am if I didn't think I was funny.
1: Yeah. I'm also, I'm blanking on his name, but there's a comic I met in Barcelona who's super funny, who's also like uh, a ex-pro basketball player. Oh really? Yeah. And he's like, he just started and he's killing it in Barcelona. Wow. Just like some American dude. He's American hardcore. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's like got his own clothing line, like, this. and he'll go out and he'll do like, don't competitions and stuff just as a way to promote himself. Like he does like he hosts nightclubs and stuff, but he also does yeah. comedy, like this guy just a finger in every pot. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's
0: a good angle. I try like I've got i I've got a little bit of jokes about basketball, but I try to just relate more to people instead of would you play? What position? Um
1: small forward, power forward. Cool, cool. Yeah. Who's your team? Chicago. Chicago. Okay. you yeah, Toronto. Yeah. What do you think about a 15 game winning streak? Yeah. Without mm. without Kawhi, like he's. Yeah, man. We got Siaka, man. We got Spicy P. We don't yeah. need Kawhi. We never need Kawhi. And he's um. Every every
0: year for the last like three years, I've been saying like, oh, most improved, Siaka. Right. <laughs> I'm like, he just keeps mm-hmm. getting better
1: and better. He's so good. I love him. See, that's what people didn't think. They're like, they they put an asterisk next to our title. Just because, like, oh, you wouldn't be able to be a fully, uh, like, a full healthy warriors. Mm. It's like, yeah, but that's a part of basketball. Yeah, and also injuries are a part of basketball. If your team can't handle playing basketball, that's not our fault. Yeah, we went through the same amount of games. Yeah, and we were injured. and We played injured, and we still beat you. Yeah,
0: and I mean, you kind of like. A, Attributed to Kawhi. That like he he was at the Spurs. They weren't winning every fucking season. Like, so it, it was the team that gelled behind. They the really run. gelled. That's I was talking about this yesterday. Like they they really they gelled. got on the ball. They sacrificed yeah. and you um, know it, it was great to watch. That that shot against Philly really helped. <sighs> <laughs> Legendary. Yeah, and that picture. That looks like an album cover. Is just like the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, That's that's iconic for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah,
1: dude, you go through Toronto. There's still murals about Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, they didn't get mad. You heard about the Kawhi and Dime? No. So in Toronto, Kawhi could eat anywhere he wanted for free. There was a there was a condo developer was like, if you stay with us for another year, you could have this penthouse condo for free. Oh my god. Dude, they did everything to keep him. That's so dope, man. I love that. I feel like was
0: Toronto always this big, like as a fan base? Because I feel like, like obviously Drake came along, mm-hmm. um, Kawhi came into the mix. I mean, no, we had De- DeRozan and Lowry. Dude, take it back. Like Vince Carter, T Mac. Was the? I guess we didn't have as much access to seeing the fans and stuff as well. Maybe
1: so. Toronto always got behind the Raptors. Yeah, right. What about Vancouver with the, so the Grizzlies. I don't know. I never lived up there okay. um, I'm sure there was some love but obviously the team left. Yeah um, But now the fact that Toronto like that's that's the country's team now Yeah, and I think that only really happened when we made the playoffs and like had a good run. At it. Yeah like when, when we won this year like the whole country was behind it and Like we've made the playoffs and Toronto's always gotten super electric about it But the NBA doesn't want us to win What do you mean by that? It's too complicated for them to have a Canadian team win. Yep. Yeah, right. I guess Uh, It's complicated for the teams to have to go through the border to like always get have visas get their passports checked Mm. It's such more of a hassle even broadcasting wise they don't think enough people are gonna watch it. Like, it's just, they don't want us playing. So it's really the underdog story.
0: Yeah. It's, it was good to see him win. It was really nice to see
1: him win. I, um. It's gonna be nice to see him have a run this year too, again. Yeah. Um, Everybody can't They're like Kawhi's gone. They're not even gonna make the playoffs. Yes, yeah. and they're just mm. like, they're just mm-hmm. killing. I love it. I'm glad that Pascal's back from his injury though. Yeah, me too, yeah. me too. Because
0: uh, before that he was having a real MVP run too, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to go by LeBron a uh, year seventeen
1: doing what he's doing. Um, yeah, of course. Oh, he's he's a beast. My guy. The I love that uh, that tribute to Kobe dunk. Oh, beautiful. He reckons it wasn't planned. What do you think? I I don't think it was planned. I think people were just
0: like, I couldn't believe how quickly. How quickly they just got the footage together? Why <laughs> like they were waiting for it? It's like, the internet man. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> undefeated, <laughs> undefeated. Um, all right. Before I let you go, yeah. we'll, we'll plug every we'll plug everything in a minute. But whenever I've got a guest on the show, we play a little game.
1: Okay. For charity, do you have a, ch- a favorite charity? <sighs> oh, I don't know. There's so many charities. Uh, I really like Sea Shepherd. What's that? Sea Shepherd is like. Uh, protecting our oceans. Oh, I
0: like that. Yeah. Um, now, anybody watching, you can go to welcome to the potty.com/slash charities, I think it is, or just find charities up on the top in the toolbar and you can see all the charities that we have donated to from this game and from t-shirt sales. Um, but today we're going to play a game called Can a Canadian and Adelaidean.
1: Can a Canadian and Adelaidean? Uh, no, I started. (laughs) Okay. Can a Canadian, Adelaidean. Can a Canadian, Adelaidean?
0: Yeah. Okay. So it's just going to be Adelaide trivia. And I figured that this wasn't unfair because you've been here before. Okay. First one's a layout. Where is the Moles Balls located? In Adelaide. That is, uh, not specific enough.
1: North Adelaide. You don't know the mole's balls? That's where they play cricket.
0: I'm gonna have to say that you got the first answer wrong. Fuck! Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. Shepard! Yeah. Uh, they were located in Rundle Mall. The moles balls, the Moles balls. Oh shit, those big giant balls in Rundle Mall! Yeah. I didn't know what they were called! They're the Moles balls. Um,
1: next. Name? Where the pigs are. <laughs> Rundle Mall. <laughs> Name?
0: An Adelaide strip club.
1: Shit. I know strippers. God damn it. Confessions? No. I'm gonna go with... We we'll go with diamonds. No. No. Sorry. We've got we've got the palace.
0: Crazy horse. Crazy horse. Um, strats. Don't don't bother. Um, and there's a Madame Tussauds? Josephine's. Oh. And that's that, I think that's more for the, the ladies. Go to that one. The guys one. go to that one so much. Okay. We've got two more. Okay. God. We've got two more. Name and Adelaide sports team. Ha! The Crows. The Crows, correct. Yes! Woo! <laughs> and final question. And also the 36ers? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll give you i fi- I'll give you five bonus dollars. Easy money. Wow. See, Shepard, let's save another gummy. <laughs> and final question. Yeah. Name an Adelaide. Comedy club. The Rhino rule. Yes! Oh. Uh, so that's fifty-five dollars to uh Sea Shepherd. Yes. C. <laughs> no, keep talking and Burt Kreischer has uh, won $55 for Sea oh. Shepherd.
1: Um, now Pizza and ice cream at Gluttony. Gluttony, 10 p.m. every night. Don't come on Monday, I will be come on there. Mondays. Every night, 10 p.m., Gluttony. Evan
0: Demaray. Nailed it. Um, the fr- Hey, this is the people's comic. This is the people's comic. So come see him, shake his hand, take a picture, tweet it, Instagram it, Facebook it, get it out there.
1: Pizza and ice cream, buy your tickets. How much? Twenty dollars. And where where can they find you on um, Instagram? At Evan Comedy on Instagram or at Evan Comedy on TikTok. At Evan Comedy on Twitter. Don't follow me there. I don't really do much. Uh, and Evan Evan Comedy clips as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I post clips like every three days, every three four days. I just post like different like crowd work stuff. Yeah. But then I also post that on TikTok.
0: Fantastic. Uh, I think is that everything? Is there anything else you want to plug? Any? Um, no, you, all your gigs are pretty much in Adelaide for the next uh, four yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah, so thanks for coming. Dude, thanks for having me. It was really a ball. Um, and uh, yeah, good luck for the rest of the, for well, a, the entire French season.
1: Thank you very much. Thank
0: you.